0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: We go out to the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Green Store's guest line. They're truly steps beyond convenient. Joining us there from the Miami Herald is our friend Adam Beasley. How are you, sir? Bees,
0: Gentlemen, did you kill off Tobin with that crow? Where is he? Uh,
1: Tobin is in parts unknown right now.
0: Oh, is he in the hospital?
1: No, he's at home on the couch.
0: Okay, good. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I know he signed a waiver before he ate that bird, but I'd feel really bad if it did him in.
1: No, we wouldn't. He's, a, he's that a, guy could eat anything. Yeah, and plus, yeah, we, we watched him eat a five-pound burrito that was really a nine-pound burrito, and uh, he—he's the one that uh, had to open his up, uh, open up his mouth. All right. Uh, speaking of <laughs> speaking of bets, we have a bet going on in studio, and you're going to help us with this one. Okay. But first, I think I think you can help us by just telling us what's going on with Brandon Albert. Is he traded, and what do the Dolphins get back?
0: Well, I mean, it's not official yet. I don't think any of these trades can be official until March the 9th. Right, that's when the uh,
1: league year starts.
0: Yeah, that's when the new fiscal year starts. So, uh, But it sounds like the, uh, the Ducks are all in a row. Yes, they wanted uh, Julius Thomas in return at first. Uh, and then they realized, oh my, Julius Thomas' contract is not something tenable for us. We're going to have to rework that and it's going to take some time. I, I, it's unknown yet if Billy really Thompson wants to be uh, a, a member of uh, the Miami Dolphins or not, we'll soon see, uh, but he would have to rework his contract for that for that to happen. So that's, that's where we stand now. Uh, the, Brandon Albert will be a member of the Jacksonville Jaguars unless something goes fully haywire, and the Dolphins will get a late-round pick in return.
1: Define late-round pick because that's the bet we have going on in the studio.
0: It may be uh, based on his production or how many games he plays. I, I would say uh, if it's a 2017 pick, it-, it wouldn't be. Obviously, it would be just a straight-up trade. and it would,
1: I can't see it being more than a six, probably a seven. Oh, Robbie just won the match I Met. mean,
2: as we, as we sit here and talk about it, I think they would have had a better chance of getting more for him if they wouldn't have said or the word wouldn't have got out there going to cut him.
0: Well, yeah, yes and no. I think people would have figured it out anyway. Uh, these, these, these things don't tend to stay secret. Uh, his reputation would have known that he was on the chopping block. It would have gotten out there. And, look, they wanted to do right by Brandon Albert. This is a guy who came and gave him three years. Yes, he was injured. Yes, he didn't play 16 games in any of the three seasons. But he came back from a horrific knee injury and had a Pro Bowl season in 2015. And then, yes, he was hurt again last year. But when he was out there, he was, he was pretty effective. I don't think this is a reflection on Brandon Albert's move for the Dolphins more so as it is a reflection on Laramie Tunsil is ready to be their starting left tackle for the next decade. Uh, There are people who say that uh, the Dolphins believe Laramie Tunsil can be not just a pro bowl left tackle but a Hall of Fame left tackle as a guy who can be the gold standard at his position for the next decade. If you have a player of that caliber, you think he is that talent you're not going to sit him at guard again. You're just not going to do it. So, uh, yes, if Albert was making less, maybe they would have moved him to guard. I think he wants to be a left tackle still, and he's going to have an opportunity opportunity to in Jacksonville.
2: Well, here's the other question is when you first heard about this trade and heard that they were giving up Julius Thomas, I mean, if what you're saying is true now, then does that mean that, hey, if they were to trade Julius Thomas, they're only going to get a sixth or seventh round pick?
0: Yeah, I can't imagine them giving up the farm to get Julius Thomas. I think uh, at the end of the day, it may be basically a wash. We just don't know. There's, we're a point A of, uh, you know, a 26-point process to get Julius Thomas in a Dolphins uniform. That contract has to be right. It has to be something that's tenable uh, for the Dolphins that, that fits in their budget. They, they they don't value him as an eight billion year tight end, or else they just would have made the trade and be done with it value him less than that. Uh, does he value himself less than that? We'll soon see. Is he going to be okay with taking a haircut? But we don't know these things. And that's why they didn't want to hold up a process for Brandon Albert. They wanted to get that off the book, so to speak, although it can't be official for some time, and move on to the next order of business.
2: Well, you know what? Here's Here's what I thought, and here's what I thought probably happened, is that everything was good to go, and then they had a conversation with Julius Thomas, and he said, there ain't no way I'm taking a pay cut.
0: Okay. You may be selling to something there, Leroy. I wasn't privy to the conversations, but that would make sense. Right, right. Be,
2: because um, it changed too quick.
0: Well, here's the thing, too, is that uh, the salary cap's going to be, I think, $168 million this year. That's up 8% over 2016. So if you have a contract right now that's worth uh, $10 million a year, next year it should be worth $10.8 million because the cap is increased. Right. If you're a player who's earning $8 million this year, you don't want to go down to seven because not only are you taking a pay cup, you're taking a, a that compared to what the rest of the cap is gonna be. So there again, these are all these things that we don't know. We don't know the inner workings of these negotiations. But what we do know is this, uh Brandon Albert is gonna be a member of the Jaguars so something goes haywire. All
1: right, bees, uh aside from you know, maybe targeting Julius Thomas, uh, in the tight end position, this off season for the Miami Dolphins obviously crucial, as is uh, every off season. Uh where do they go from here?
0: Well I mean it seems like with each passing day they create more need- not Fewer, right? Uh, Right, yeah. They they moved on from Brandon Albert, so that means uh, because Thompson's going to be tackle, they're going to need a guard. Uh, They've moved on from Earl Mitchell, so they're going to need a defensive tackle. The good news for the Dolphins is uh, there are players available uh, throughout free agency and the draft that can address their needs. The draft kind of really lines up pretty well with the holes the Dolphins have. If you need a front seven player and you're picking in the 20s as the Dolphins are, you can pretty much throw a dart at a dartboard and get a player upgrade your defense. It's a deep very good defensive draft this year. And I think it's going to squeeze some of these guys in free agency because teams are going to be like, wait a minute, why would I pay five million dollars a year for Don Terry Poe who's going to be a free agent when I can get a guy the second, third round, who does just good of a job and he's going to be on a rookie contract. So that's going to suppress the market. I think it's the same the dynamic is going to be flipped though, uh, for wide receiver. It's not a good wide receiver market, which is why the Dolphins might have trouble hanging on to Kenny Stills. I think Stills is going to get eight figures a year. I think he's going to be a 10 million, if not an 11 million dollar wide receiver. What? And Dolphins, yeah, and the Dolphins just can't pay that. They cannot pay that much because they have Jarvis coming up next year and Jarvis might get 14, like 13-14 million dollars a year. So you can't pay still 10, Jarvis 14 and have any hope of keeping Devontae Parker who is in year 3 of a contract. I know Parker is a long way from from getting paid because he hasn't shown consistently stay healthy. But nonetheless, I think he, all these things are a weak wide receiver class in the draft, that means if you're a free agent wide receiver, you're going to get paid, and vice versa. If you're a front seven player, who's just okay. I mean, I'm not talking about the blonde Schwartz of the world who are going to get paid regardless of who's out there in the draft. But if you're just a decent NFL player in the front seven, expect to take kind of a haircut because uh, there is so much talent in the draft that teams know they can go to the draft and go much cheaper.
1: I want to rewind to the receiver discussion for one moment because we've been talking a lot about this on the show. Stills, Landry, Landry, Stills. Uh, I know it's not going to come down to this exactly, but who's more important for Ryan oh, gotta, Tannehill in this offense?
0: It's got to be Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry, in Adam Gase's mind, is the best player in offense. He has said that on the record. Our, he is our best offensive player, better than Ryan Tannehill, uh, better than Larry McCounsel, and better than J. H. I. He didn't say that about Kenny Stills. Yes, Stills has a unique set of skills. He got to beat, burn. <laughs> what you don't you don't like Kenny Stills?
1: No, I do. But you so you what you. <laughs> You went unique set of skills.
0: <laughs> Why? What's so funny about that? It's from, uh, what's the movie? It was Liam
2: Neeson from Taken. Taken. Oh, I will find yeah. you.
0: I will find you. Yeah. And I will kill you. Yes. yes. Uh, yeah, and, and how was your party last night, by the way? Or is that today?
1: No, it's tomorrow.
0: It's tomorrow? Uh, we're re-releasing into the wild for one night,
2: aren't we?
1: Yes, yes. It's going to be uh Savage. <laughs> Leroy has one question and then I have oh, one question and we'll get you out of here.
2: All right. Okay. Here here's the problem that I'm I'm having here. You're gonna pay 10 plus million. You're saying 13, 14 million. Yeah. For a slot receiver. Come on, let's not use
0: these uh, slot receivers oh, okay. no, look,
2: 90% but, of the snaps. But Leroy. Beasley, it is yeah. what it is. Okay? At the end of the day, that's what you're paying for. If he okay. can play outside, if he can move around, if you can play him in a, a multitude of, of positions, that's a different guy. Okay, let me name you. me another guy that's playing that position, fight, making fight, that much money. Fight,
0: fight. Let's flip, let's flip it this way, Leroy. Who's the best skill position player on the New England Patriots? It's Gronk, right? If he's healthy, it's Gronk. Yes. You would pay pretty much any dollar to keep Rob Gronkowski your team because he makes Tom Brady appreciably better. There, the statistics are there. Tom Brady is a better quarterback, but, but he's – Rock-
2: Gronk is a game changer.
0: You don't think Jarvis Landry's a game changer?
2: Oh no! Uh,
1: like you it, think? It,
0: it, oh, you think he's just a stat stuffer, don't you? You think you, you got catches because he runs five-yard routes and, and that's it? You you you, you, you 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 watch the games this
2: past year? Oh. Yeah, like,
0: he has like 13 yards of catch this past year, man. That's not a that's not a stat stuffer. That's a guy who's a dynamic wide receiver.
2: He's a slot receiver.
0: And Robert Kowski's a tight end. I would uh, pay him $13 million a year, too.
2: Okay, L- let me ask you this. <laughs> Rob Gronkowski might be the best at his position. Agree? And Jarvis is probably the best slot, slot receiver in football. Okay, you said slot receiver. Name okay. another slot receiver making thirteen million dollars. Is Every other slot receiver, their
0: go-to guy. I mean, that's the thing: is Jarvis Landry makes. Their but they all have a. Go. They
2: all have a ton of catches.
0: Do you think if you took Jarvis Landry out of this offense and kept Kenny Stills, it would be a better offense? No. Do you think if you let Kenny Stills walk, found the speed guy in the draft, it'd be just the same, if not better?
2: If you find another speed, guy. I think eventually Parker's going to have to be that guy.
0: He's not a speed guy. Devontae Parker's fast. He's not a speed guy. Here's
2: what I'm afraid of, and and this is the honest truth. If you get rid of Kenny Stills and don't find a a viable replacement, then this offense looks like it did three or four years ago when you're 20 yards, you're 20 yards, you got 22 guys playing within 20 yards of the line of scrimmage. I don't remember that? That. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it, that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much did that suck?
0: It, it, it was not fun. It was okay. not fun for Joe Philbin. It was not fun for Mike Sherman. Uh, it wasn't fun. So my but, question but, is, but, 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 is... No, but your, your point is if Kenny Sills are nobody. Kenny Sills, are you have no? Speed no, speed. no, no. I'm not You si- can find speed in the draft. You can find speed and speed. There uh, are ways to get fast.
2: Remember, they tried to do there. that. It didn't work.
0: I mean, I can't help the fact that Mike Wallace is kind of not really on board with this franchise. I mean, that's not not the fault of my argument. There are players out there that will fit, though. That will work.
1: Alright, we'll agree to uh, part ways on
2: that, but before we let you go... You almost said it. Uh Bees. I love you, bud. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah, but it's been a while. We haven't had a good hot argument in a while. When he came out,
1: when Bees came out with the line, did you watch the games this year? That's when I backed away from the microphone and started hiding.
2: (laughs) I almost had (laughs) to...
0: You know, you know what's great about Leroy? You, you know when you watch a game, it comes from the press box, and it's all you hear. Like, you can't hear the PA announced, so you don't know where the down and distance is, because Leroy is, Did
2: you see that
0: backside? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Real quick, Bees, uh, 30 seconds or less, it is Kurt Cobain's 50th birthday. What's your favorite Nirvana song?
0: That's a great one. Oh, my God. I mean, it's basically anything off the MTV Unplugged I'll take. I and mean, that is the, probably the best album, one of the best albums I've ever heard. So I can't pick a favorite, but you me the MTV Unplugged and I'm a happy boy.
1: Such a cop out. Thanks, Bees. Thanks, Bees. Bye, fellas. All Appreciate right. it. Back after this on The Ticket. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's In Your Podcast queue. And guess what?